how's it going? This is Braden from Noble Sports. I'm excited today. Hopefully, we'll have some good news. But today, joining me is Brandy Starks. How are you doing, Brandy? I'm doing great, Braden. Thanks so much for having me. How are yeah, you doing well, today? You know, it's another it's another day in paradise. Uh, any day you can wake up is a, is a good day, right? That's a fact. That's definitely a fact. So, Especially out here in this heat. Absolutely. At, at least it's not as bad as it was this weekend. This weekend was awful. It was like 111 degrees, and I felt like I was melting. So, I feel that. So, Brandy, hopefully, is going to be my co-host. We're kind of giving it a test run today because we all know you like listening to my voice, but a, a change-up would be nice, not just hearing my voice. <laughs> and Brandy and I go way back. We, I think we've known each other since, what, sixth grade? Yeah, I think so. Back in them lead middle school days. And it's not uh, even lead middle school now. It's like lead STEM school or something like that. Yeah, they like changed the name. STEM Academy, like whatever. I don't know. They extra bougie now. <laughs> uh, it, it still is awful as it was back then. I, I think it's gotten worse, but it is what it know. is. <laughs> and we went to high school together as well. That The, the one memory I have of high school. And correct me if I'm wrong. We both made the team to play uh, play A Tech, and I think yes. we both we both got kicked off the team for doing stuff. <laughs> yes, we did. That's definitely a memory I will not forget. <laughs> I, like I, I I remember what I did. So like I I guess a kid got mad at me for saying something about his girlfriend, and he punched me in the chest, and I didn't hide, I didn't fight him back. I kind of just walked away, and they mm-hmm. RPC'd me for that. And so I got kicked off the basketball team. But that was the one memory that I remember from high school. Daddy. I couldn't even tell you because, like, we didn't even have actual, you know, what, leadership at our school when we first started there. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was in the office, like, every other day just for whatever. <laughs> I felt like we could get away with murder at veterans. Like, it, oh, yeah. like we definitely had a lot of special privileges there. Um, I remember Definitely. that ATEC game, we got blown out. I think they lost by like 30 or 40 points. So maybe it was a good thing we didn't play. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Brandy, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Um. All right. That's the hardest thing for me. All right, about me, let's see. Um, born in California, basically raised in Vegas. Um, I've been out here since the third grade. Um. And sports have been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. I don't know. Um, my dad was like a big football player back in his day. Um, he's a big Chiefs fan. Um, he, he actually got to go to, um, what is it, one of the like official team practices or whatever. He was on a team, but he got one of those stories where, you know, he had an injury and <laughs> ended up not playing for the professional team. But um, more about me. So I'm 28. Um, I have a stepson. I'm married. Um, I'm currently living the life of a soccer mom slash soccer coach. So that's been um, something different for me. Um, I grew up around football and basketball. And my dad drilled basketball into me, like, like the back of my hand. And I took that all the way to college. Um, then I joined the military, 
did the military thing, got out of the military, came back, um, and then life, found a job, found a wife, now here I am. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't, did you graduate from veterans, or did you, I think you left to go to Shadow, right? I did. I I, I actually got, not kicked out, but told I was not allowed to come back my sophomore year to veterans, so I ended up going back to public school. Uh, and Shadow's not terrible. I, my younger brother graduated from Shadow. My wife yeah. graduated from Shadow. So there's there's some it good people that come from. It wasn't the worst, you know. Yeah, I had people that I went to school with. Like some people that we were at the middle school with um, were there, and you know, still high school. So it wasn't too too different. And that's funny, is I still talk to Hunter weekly. Yeah, Hunter Rothson. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a good guy. He uh he lives in South Carolina now, so. Oh wow. Okay. Working, he's working for the Navy. He's a he's a he's still smart as ever. Yeah, and I he, bet. He's living that dad life as well. So. Nice, love it, love to hear it. That's love awesome. seeing everyone have our families that are just growing, man. It's crazy. I know it's crazy seeing, and especially you married someone from veterans, which is even more cool. Like seeing those connections happen it's like Tell I, me I, it. I love seeing it. I love seeing it <laughs> same I mean I honestly never thought I would have ended up with my wife same like um she was married to a man for six years and then you know I don't know she had an like, epiphany or something and it was like you know I know I like women so let me just actually be with one <laughs> <laughs> and here we are I mean that's here awesome I, I'm happy for you guys Thank you. Thank you. You know, love is love. Yeah. So one of the first questions that I ask everyone, uh, every anyone that I have on for an interview is if you were to stand in front of a giant crowd and the question was posed, why should people support women in sports? What would your answer be to that question? Hmm. That's a heavy one. Um, I think my biggest reason or my response to that would be um, we all deserve inclusion and representation. And, you know, we can see, we all see what, what men can do with sports and what they do in sports. I don't see why women can't have that same opportunity or have the same um, pathways and options to have sports take them to those different levels because sports is almost like like music or like hip hop, like any kind of like um, advertisement stream. Like it's something that people want to see, something that people love, and there's no reason why women should be excluded from that. Absolutely, I've had to stop reading like the comments whenever ESPN posts about the WNBA or any of the other oh, women's yeah. sports league. Just because I get so frustrated. What's even more frustrating is it's guys that are commenting that have like little girls in their profile picture or mm-hmm. they're married to women. It's like, what are you trying to tell those women, those little girls in your life that they don't exactly. matter? Like, it, it, it's ridiculous. So this podcast yes. is very much pro uh, women's sports and uh, sports content creators because they have it extremely rough talking to some people. Some of the things yeah. that they have to go through just to share about sports is ridiculous. So, 
Yes. And I love that about your podcast, like um, your coverage on women's football. Shoot, like that's a big thing right now. And people aren't even getting as much traction to it. And I think that's a big league right now or, you know, conference um, where it's showing just how far women can go in sports and go against that that thing where, oh, you know, men can do it and women can't or, you know, you can't do what men can and blah, blah, blah. I just, we prove day in and day out that women can do just as much as men can, if not better. The same my wife always likes to tell me, and I, I, I laugh at it, but there's a lot of truth to it, that she can do anything I can do, but she can do it in high heels. So <laughs> there you go. And, it, and I agree with it. Like some of it, like, Honestly, I, I, I saw the birth of my daughter that I I couldn't handle that. I personally I'm like, no, that's not happening. Right. So the right. fact that she could even deal with this because our daughter takes after me and not her mom. She's a giant. <laughs> so that the fact that she had to deal with a giant coming out of her, like yeah. hats off to her. So <laughs> amazing, man. Amazing. Yeah, so I mean and and the biggest thing too with especially with women athletics is people think they're trying to take away from the male, the men's sports. They're not. They just want a platform to play. They want a platform to play and shine. And I mean, everyone says, oh, the WNBA doesn't make money, blah, blah, blah. Why are they complaining about the pay? The thing they don't understand about the pay is they don't get any of the ticket sales. They don't get any of their Jersey sales. Like Kelsey Plum said it best. Like, we don't we don't want to make millions of dollars like the NBA. We just want to get paid the same percentage. Obviously, exactly. it's a it's a business, but then they're extremely underpaid. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's insane. No, really. Like, and I get that some people want to say, "Oh, it's not as exciting as the NBA." And my question to follow up that is, have you ever been to a WNBA game? Have you ever been to an NWSL game? Have you been to a softball game? Shoot, like, y'all sit here and watch baseball, and everyone knows baseball, besides golf, is one of the most boring sports to watch. So, like, because even, like, in the eastern states or, like, in Canada, like, there's women's hockey, and they get all kinds of clout for, like, how they're playing, you know? But the WNBA is a entity of the NBA and people don't understand what that really entails and how much money the WNBA doesn't have compared to the NBA. Well, and if they even spent like a, like I'm studying marketing right now and the marketing behind the WNBA is absolute garbage. There is no marketing. Yeah, and that's exactly. what people don't understand is, Oh, they don't make money. Well, yeah. If you marketed it more and actually gave a network because there's the there's the NBA there's NBA TV there's all these other different things that you can do with the NBA. It's a struggle to find the WNBA games live. Like, yeah, like I'm in an Aces fan group, right? And every like we have by far one of the highest support like in the WNBA. And I mean that might have to do with us winning, but like other teams have won, obviously, but. We like we are blowing other teams out of the water when it comes to fan support right now. We oh, just yeah. sold out the arena last night. Over ten thousand people. 
like, no, that doesn't sound like an NBA game, but like, it's little sense, right? Like the NBA wasn't just this big thing when it first started, like they had to get traction too. And how did they get that? By like different things, you know, different marketing and all that stuff, like you said, but it's just people, I feel like people need to take a step back and realize just what it takes and what moves they're actually making and the steps they are actually taking and just how much time that actually is going to take. Yeah, it it was funny. The first Aces game I went to, I posted it on Twitter because I took Penny to it. I was excited. She was excited. Like, she was loving the atmosphere. She was sitting on my shoulders when they were screaming Aces in the hallway. Even before we went into the game, she was – she was just embracing that, like, that fed. It was, it's kind of a double-edged sword because she would come to the WNFC Las Vegas Silver Stars games with me. And okay. after the game, we'd go on the field and we'd talk to the players and give them high fives. So she thought, like, that's the normal. So she kept saying, Dad, can we go give the basketball players a high five? Can we go give them right. a high five? Like, it doesn't work like that, but maybe one day. <laughs> but... <laughs> Someone commented, oh, the two fans that were there must be enjoying it. I'm like, I don't know where you got your uh, your info from, but I, I went when they uh, dropped the banner, and it was a packed house. Like, in every game I've seen, it's a packed house. Exactly. It may not be a sold-out crowd, but it's pretty darn close every single game. Like, if you were to come in, like, you know, how like, there's scalpers and, like, people who, like, come in and try to find different seats. You can't do that. You, like... I've been, I I am a season ticket holder. I have been to almost every home game this season so far, and we are 16-1, and and at no point have I ever been able to see, not even just three seats together, like closer to the floor, being able to find anything like that. So I feel like that says something, you know, because the seats are filled. The crowd is going off. Like, they they are there for, for those women to watch them play. And I've seen I've seen people complain, oh, Vegas can support the Aces. They can support the Golden Knights. Why can't they support the Raiders? And I always like to point out the Aces, kind of a homegrown team. The Golden Knights, a homegrown team. Like, the Raiders were already an established team that, I mean, I, I really wish they didn't come here, but that's just me. <laughs> hey, I agree with you, and I don't. I am not really a person supporting the Oakland A's coming either. Like, the ballpark and the stadium, for sure we need that. But, like, the teams that came with it, I don't know. Well, and I guarantee when we get – because they're, they're supposedly they're supposed to announce an NBA team for Vegas next year. I can almost guarantee that's going to have more support than the Raiders because, again, it's going to be a homegrown team. Oh, it's not 100%. these relocating teams. Yeah, and if, if the – the birdies that are flying around are still telling you the truth. I mean, LeBron's supposed to own part of our team, too. So, I mean, if that happens, that's going to be traction enough just to see his name attached to something, you know? Well, I know he wants to play with his son. Yeah, I've heard so many rumors about LeBron and about how he might just retire, sit out a year, let his body rest, and then come back the following year. Yeah, and- I've heard that as well. And pull uh, so I'm gonna pull this reference. Maybe you'll get it. Maybe you won't. Pull a Manny Pacquiao. So Manny Pacquiao is <laughs> a boxer, but in the Philippines, he uh, he owns. They have what's called a PBA. It's the Filipino Basketball Association. It's, yeah. 
There's not as many teams. He owns one of the teams. He also coaches and he also plays on one of the teams. Like that, <laughs> he does it all. It's it's funny. But yeah. I mean, for how short he is, he can ball. So. Hey, I I don't knock the Filipinos, man. They they love they love them for basketball, and they can ball out. I will say that. Yeah, that was because I lived over there for two years. It was crazy. Like every Monday, they're like, "Yeah, let's go play, let's go play," and little kids would come up to me. And I mean, I'm only six two. I mean, I say that, and people are like, "Only like like that." (laughs) Like to me, I'm short basketball standards. But over there, they're like, "Do you play in the NBA?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, of course. I play for the Utah Jazz or I play for the Boston (laughs) Celtics." Little kids would believe it just because. Like, oh, you're so tall. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's awesome. And that's, well, see, that's another thing, too. Like, you know, in different countries, they – sports are just so important. They're, like, grass – they're grassroots. Like, that's sort of, like, soccer, basketball. Like, those two sports themselves, all you need is a ball. And, and like, I know you and I have kind of talked about it, especially with Messi coming to the U.S. to play in the MLS – the yeah. biggest issue that the U.S. is going to face, and I I think we both agree with this, is this pay-to-play program is really what's hindering the U.S. to compete really globally. Like, that, that's the biggest issue. And when 100%. I bring that up, people are like, no, that's not the case, blah, blah, blah. If, if you want to play good soccer, you should be able to pay for it. I'm like, in Europe, they don't do that. And look, they win, they win the World Cup. Not right. every year, but they win it. More recently than us, yeah. So yeah, I mean it's for the <clears throat> the women, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 a tough it's a tough thing, especially like I just I wish I could understand it. I don't know, like I love sports so much to where like I get it from the grassroots, but for people who are just okay to like, hey, let me throw this money at you and make my kid this. Like, that's just not a thing in sports. Like, yeah, it, it only goes so far. Yeah, it really does. And I mean, if I don't think we'll ever get rid of pay for play because it makes so much money. And right. unfortunately, the U.S. is very greedy when it comes to money. Uh, yes. We're not going to be able to compete. I mean, they they're finally fielding a really good team just watching them in the, their last couple games they've played excellent soccer but they're just not going to be able to compete I mean I guess it'll be a really good indicator when they play in uh, Copa America next year mm-hmm. with all the South American teams just to see how well they can compete because South America is also no joke when it comes to soccer at all that is their like livelihood man yeah, and I and I mean I'm a little lucky because my dad is Chilean, so I do get to root for both the U.S. and Chile. And Chile does do a little bit better in soccer than the U.S. does, <laughs> historically speaking. But I mean, not by much. So yeah, but, yeah. Hey, but well, you got somebody to root for. There you go. Yeah. Let's jump in with. Uh, so they kind of got to know a little bit about yourself. Um, let's talk about the Aces. Uh, you oh, said yeah. you're a season your season ticket holder. They're sixteen and one. What what has surprised you the most thus far this season for the Aces? Um, I think I'm sure somebody would love to cheat me out for this, but honestly, their consistency. 
And that just goes to say for like their consistency with rallying together as a team, even though it's like they're definitely like, in my opinion, they're definitely a second half team because they have to like get in their groove and get going, read the other team's defense and how their offense is flowing because there's been too many games where the other, the opposing team is in the lead by like 10, 10 plus points or whatever, right? But come that second half, it's like a whole different team came out and like, you know, we buried them by 13, 15 plus points. So, but yeah, our team right now, like everybody wants to say that we ha- we bought our team and whatever, no, we built this team and they're just killing it right now. They're in their groove and they're consistent and they're putting up the numbers. And Kenneth Parker's really the only, I put quotations, big free agent signing that we've gotten as a whole and I mean she's not super flashy she she does get the rebounds that's something that's really really been missing but she's not getting a whole bunch of points she's more of a role player than a star player now absolutely but like Jackie Young I feel like she often is the unforgotten unsung hero for this team because Everyone wants to talk about Asia Wilson. I mean, Asia Wilson's what back-to-back MVP. She mm-hmm. she's got the dog in her. I mean, oh, yeah. last last night was rough without Kelsey Plum. I I was looking. I was like, this Vegas should have blown this team out. They should have blown the wings out. I was surprised yeah. at how close the game was. But and then I saw. I was like, oh, Kelsey Plum's not Kelsey playing. Plum that makes sense. Out. Yes. So I mean, it, it's just crazy. And this team is fun to watch. And when you're Starting five is averaging double digits. Exactly for, for a good game, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, like this this team. Uh, like I I watched Candace Parker when she first got drafted. So like, and I'm just looking at her now, and like it's just crazy full circle for me because that was one of the players I looked up to, idled, and everything. And now, as a season ticket holder, like I go into these games and I could just see her up close, like, have her autograph, see how she's playing, and it's just crazy. But then at the same time, as a basketball player, I see just how much that age has taken a toll on her. And like you said, she's a role player now, not a star player. And I think a lot of our fans um, are upset that she's not a star player because that's what they were expecting. But she came to Vegas to play a role, and that role really is – to upset the defense and to get rebounds. Oh yeah, she and and she does so well. Like she's also a very unsung hero on this team because this this team from even their backup players is very stacked and very well meshed together. And I don't yeah. know if you are you on TikTok at all. TikTok, no, but I am on the new uh, the new platform Threads. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, so. I saw it yesterday. I don't know how recent the video was. It was just showing, in my opinion, it just shows how well the aces have meshed together and how well, because chemistry is such an important factor. And one of the buddies in my media group is a huge Liberties fan, and he talked about how they're going to be the best team in this. I'm like, in my opinion, they've kind of kind of underwhelmed thus far, but that's just my two cents. And I think a lot of it has to do with chemistry because a lot of these players are all new in that system. hundred um, percent. I so seem to agree with you more there. Yeah. The video that was posted, or I don't know when it was posted, but I saw it yesterday on TikTok. 
one of the players, can't uh, Sydney, Sydney, it was Sydney. Oh, she, yes. I guess, had made a comment about Candace's wife's oh. sister or something <laughs> like that. Yes. Called her her mom, and then they made it like a whole prank, and the whole team was on it. And it just shows that when your team can joke like that and have a lot of fun, you're in for – because it's not just playing the game. You've got to do so much more. So it's it's yeah. fun watching this team. Yes, I couldn't agree more, hundred percent. Like, um, and that that social media presence obviously is making the difference nowadays because like it connects your fans with the players, right? So it makes you more intimate with them. Like it makes you care more. It makes you want to see them. Like it's like they're a part of your own family. Like they're in our community. People on a daily basis, see them just out at grocery stores and stuff, right? But yes, I did see that video and it was hilarious. Sydney Colson is my wife's favorite player because of her personality. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people love her so much and like she she gets minimal playing time, right? But she's that impact player that keeps them hype on the bench, keeps the chemistry going, makes sure that no one's down during, like, you know, a deficit or anything like that. Like, you see her on the bench, and she is, like, lit the whole time. Yeah, it, it, it's seriously so fun. I just want to say, I, I don't know what commentator it was, but it was right before they went and played the Liberty last week and then the Suns right after. He was mm-hmm. saying, oh, this is going to be a tough stretch of basketball for them. I don't think they're going to be able to win both games, and they blew out both teams. Like, this this team's on a roll. Like, I, yeah, man. I I would love for them not to lose another game, but I'd rather lose games in the regular season than in the playoffs. <laughs> exactly, and you know, like, but it's just tough to say. Like, they have really shut down, like, every team, and, and the I, top the top contenders were Liberty and Connecticut, and they shut them both down. Yeah. The Sun kind of gave us a scare, but we were at the end of a long road trip and a back-to-back game. Like, we won the first one, lost the second one, and then came back and beat them again. So, I'm not, I'm not really too worried about the Connecticut Sun right now, especially with their roster. Um, they oh. have Alyssa Thomas and um, Bonner, I think, still. But, like, we shut them down, man. It's just – And I know one of their star players, I want to – I can't remember who it was, but I was reading a report that – she like ruptured her Achilles tendon, so that was like it, 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 it sucks. Injuries are a part of the game, but yeah. It, so I mean, I do think the Liberty are gonna find their groove. They just haven't really. Yeah, and, they have. They have too many new players. Like even though Stewart and um, John Paul Jones, they played together before, but like they're still new to a new system, new team. Like they got to get into the groove of it, you know. Yeah, and I got a lot of flack when I said they were overrated. I'm like, just look at Vegas. Just look at Vegas. That's all I got to say. Vegas is <laughs> yeah. – it's funny. I'm on, like, a WNF or WNBA, like, fan page, and literally everyone's complaining about the refs, how the refs give them this, the ref gives them that. And every single game I've watched of the Aces, it's the other way around. I'm like, I'm seeing more calls – I, I, Kayla and I were talking about uh, the Fury or the Fever game. How yeah. uh, Boston, she kept dropping her shoulder and 
She took Asia Wilson out, and people were like, oh, she flopped. I'm like, ah, but she still dropped her shoulder. Like, that's a charge. Like, like, don't tell me that's not a charge. Yeah, yeah. That kind of changed the – Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, you look at the fouls, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, Dallas had more fouls called against them last night. I'm like, well, yeah, at the end of the game, you're going to start fouling because you want to make it a closer game. So I'm like, it's a little skewed, but – it was like 12 to 19. It wasn't awful. Yeah, and those last what they got like four or five fouls in the last three minutes because they were trying to get back up, you know. So I was I was there in that game. The the two couple the couple of games where the refs were just outrageous. It really was going one way, and it was going against us because it was like any tap, any like contact was a foul. And it was just ridiculous. Like, let them play the game, but call the fouls as you see them. Like, come on. Yeah. That fever game, after that happened to Aisha, you could tell she was like, oh, that's how we're playing? Like, okay, I got you. And And she steps it up real quick. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I'm not going to get that call. Okay. I mean, I'm like, I'm the star player. I should be getting that call. But it is what it is. (laughs) Right, right. So, are you going to go to the All-Star game then? I am not. Those tickets sold so quick. And they're not a part of secret ticket holder tickets. So, Jeez, um, that's rough. Yeah, just for the All-Star game itself. It's it's sold out. Like, well, <laughs> completely. I mean, it's very the, – the, both the teams are going to be great. I, I mean, I, I'm excited. Obviously, oh, yeah. the Aces have four players. <laughs> And all four, four players, players deserve it. The coaching staff and the hosts. Like, you know, we're in Vegas and so we doing it up. Yeah. And it's going to be lit. It really is. Like, Vegas has become, and I've been telling people this, they're like, oh, Vegas shouldn't have sports teams. Vegas is the new, because of gambling. That's the biggest thing. There was a guy that I, I, I saw a video on TikTok after uh, the Golden Knights won. He was saying about how Vegas rigged the Stanley Cup championship game and how X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, dude, you're a Florida Panthers fan. Just go cry a river. Like, you got manhandled. You proof? got beat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? The, the refs scored nine goals against you guys. Like, Or right, when like, people say the aces, the aces are getting all these favorable calls. I'm like, yeah, did, did the, the refs beat? the Liberty by 18 points? Did they beat the Suns by 17 points? No, I think the Aces did that, so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I I mean, like, I get it, like, but, like, whenever somebody says, oh, the gambling, okay, but what's the reasoning? Because, obviously, like, you can gamble anywhere. You can gamble at the tip of your fingers right now. Like, that doesn't change, right? So. And if anything, because... gambling's more strict here. Because you exactly. can't even do like DraftKings, any of those apps. You can't do any of that here. And I think Nevada as a whole, you can't do it. So exactly. It's just funny. So I just don't get it. I don't. I don't get it at all. Because as far as like, if y'all, if the you know the city isn't gonna put like a bigger amusement park or a bigger like covered water park here to draw like something for families, well, sports it is because. One thing we will rally behind is sports because you see what we did with the Golden Knights. Absolutely. I'm still kicking myself. I, I should. I wanted to go out front of 
the game five just to be in that atmosphere, but I didn't. I was like, yeah, no, it's going to be too crazy. And then during the parade, my mom bought tickets to, like, Spring Valley Super Slam Theater. And it was mm-hmm. at the same time. Now, so I was like, yeah, I guess I'm going to the theater instead of watching the parade. So, But <laughs> knock on wood, I, I feel like there's going to be another parade here pretty soon. So, Hey, yeah, I think so, too. You know? So <laughs> <laughs> as of right now, how, who do you think is going to make the uh, championship game for the WNBA? Uh, you know, I don't know. It's still hard to, hard to tell. I feel like I need, like, another 10 games into the season to tell, to be honest, because, like, right now, not to be biased, like, we are just – we have no contenders. The only but, team that concerns me a little bit is the Mystiques. Okay, see, I I haven't watched them play too much. Um, they, I, I'm pretty sure they have beaten the Liberty and they have beaten the Suns. So, oh, okay, okay, and, well, that makes sense. And they have a couple of good stars on their roster. There, I, I want to say they're in fourth place right now. There's just one of those teams that I think is going to be quiet and everyone's going to under un, underestimate them. Because I feel like everyone has almost said it's going to be the Liberty and it's going to be the Aces. And as it stands yeah. right now, I don't think the Liberty are going to make it. I don't think so either. I, I personally don't. like, But that is, yeah, you're right about that. Because that's like one of the big teams that everyone is like, oh, it's going to be, a- I, for what I've been hearing, it's Aces, Liberty, or Aces, Sun, period. But, I mean, you know, the fever kind of got gave us gave us a run for our money, and then like the Mystics, like you said, yeah, I I definitely see that. I feel like it's just hard to tell because it's still the beginning. Some people, some teams are still getting in that groove. Um, I think in the next ten games, like we're gonna see who's really gonna stand out, who's really gonna make it or not. And that's a beautiful thing with, I mean, minus I think football, every other sport. Any given game, a team can win. Like, it, right. it doesn't matter how stacked the team is. We've seen it, historically speaking, and different. And the NBA, the mm-hmm. Heat were an eight seed. They made it all the way to the championship game. We've seen yeah. it multiple times in other – I mean, even the Florida Panthers, they were an eight seed and made it all the way to the Stanley Cup championship. So, it, right. it it's fun. Where the NFL, it's kind of clear cut. You – it's usually the top teams that make it to the Super Bowl. It's not yeah. it's not hard to vary from that. So Yeah, so, it's almost too political for me sometimes when it comes to the NFL. But like these are like WNBA and the NBA are still kind of like honest with like, hey, players are players and like, hey, if you're not playing to the level, well, you still can lose, you know? Yeah. So do you think the whole concept of a super team is going to hurt or help the WNBA? I think it's going to be 50-50 because there's always going to be haters. There's always going to be somebody who doesn't want women to be equal or to have equal opportunity. So there's going to find an excuse to talk shit. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, and it just sucks because, like, these women have really worked. Like, they, 
they work for almost nothing if you want to talk about it because they get paid more to go overseas and play than they do playing here. Yeah. But Man. as far as like a super team, like there is no super team. Like all like the all like the top like players, like as far as I, I am aware of, like are either on the verge of retiring or are the veterans on their teams and all these new age like what do they call them? Gen Z, Gen whatever. All these new age kids that are coming in out of college or going into college right now, they are about to change the WNBA. And I kid you not, like, if you watch any of these high school girls who have these layup packages or some that are starting to dunk and all this stuff, like, that's what people want to see, right? That's what they think is lacking in the women's basketball. Well, it's coming. That's, that's what I feel is coming. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's definitely an exciting time. I mean, and at least Asia Wilson will be with uh, the Aces for the next – I want to say she signed an extension for two more years. So she's going to be yeah. an Ace for a lot longer, which is beautiful, I think. I mean, If we win another championship, I don't see her leaving at all. Like, because where else – I mean, she can obviously go somewhere else. But, like, girl, this your team. Where you going to go? <laughs> I, the the game we went to is against the Sparks and it was so much fun. Just wa- and they dominated them. It wasn't even close. Uh, I mean, we we did end up leaving because at one point they were up by like thirty five points. I'm like, I have a four year old and I'm by myself. I'm trying to beat the traffic. So yep. But and she got mad at me. She's like, No, Dad, we gotta stay. We gotta stay. I'm like, Okay. So we kind of like waited and then right like with a few minutes left in the fourth quarter, I'm like, All right, let's go. Because yep. at that point, they were up by, like, 30 points. So like, there's no way the Sparks are coming back. And it, no. was, it was it was a beautiful night, and it was fun watching the banner drop and just seeing how excited Vegas has gotten for sports. So It was amazing. The ring ceremony and then, you know, seeing Bierica, too, because of all that stuff that happened with the Sparks and Aces, you know. But, yeah, it was – it's been great. Like, the, the games, the atmosphere, the fans, it's just – Vegas is growing, man. Yeah, it's it's growing a little too fast. I mean, it, I agree it's, with really, that it's hard to find a house. Like we we got lucky. We finally bought we bought a little condo, and we got lucky when we did. But man, I can't imagine anyone trying to buy a home like it's the condo fits us right now. It's miserable, I tell you, Brayden. I mean, it's like all the Californians that are moving here are making it miserable. Oh yeah, they, it was. They're selling their houses for all this cash, and then buying the houses out here with that cash. And it, that our houses are like ten times as big as the ones that they get for their their money out there. You know. It was crazy when we were doing the whole buying thing. Like we put an offer down, and these people from California would just come and they drop like hundred k. Yeah, like a hundred k down payment. I'm like, yeah, no, I can't, I can't match that, and. Nope. The only reason we got lucky with our place because someone had stolen the lockbox to the place. So oh, wow. my, my my father-in-law is a, a real estate agent. So he kind of called and said, hey, there's no lockbox. And he didn't freak out about it. And I guess because he didn't freak out about it, they're like, yeah, this is someone we want to sell the house to. So oh, okay. Okay. Uh, we got definitely lucky. Definitely lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It's definitely. It's, it's interesting. It, it's 
homeownership is like a double-edged sword. It's nice because you're paying into something, but it sucks when something breaks because you've got to fix it and pay for it. But yeah, I mean, it's a simple, uh, I guess it's a, it's a first world complaint, first world problem. Right. It's a give and take, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So let's change gears. Um, I think I've I've talked about we were talking about soccer, so let's talk a little bit about uh, the women's World Cup that's happening in Ooh, thirteen yeah. days. Oh, I'm so excited! I'm excited. I actually have the website pulled up right now, and it has a countdown for the first game. So yeah. So, what are you looking forward to most with this World Cup? Um, one, it's gonna be. Uh, man, it's just it's about to be, I think, the most watched women's sport event ever. Well, I know they've upped the the prize too, haven't they? Yes, I I believe so. I want to say it's it's a lot more money than has ever been put in before. So, yeah, I need to look into that actually. But um. I think for our team, for the U.S. team, like, I, I'm i looking forward to seeing the players play because I've been watching, like, um, the recruitments for our U.S. teams and everything, and it's just going to be fun to see how some of our veteran players mesh with the younger players. And, like, they have, like, a 20-year age difference, 23-year age difference for some people, and that's just going to be kind of cool. I'm excited to see. I, I think her name's Sophie Thomas. Is that her name? She's, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. She's kind of taken the uh, the pro league here in the states to a whole new level. I, she's kind of that young star that everyone's like, "This is the person you need to watch for." So I'm excited to see what she does. I mean, I think it's cool that doesn't Dennis Rodman's daughter is also on the team. So. Yeah, dude, I guess it's crazy. Like, like, and then, um, what's her name? Uh, Alyssa Thompson. I really like the way she plays. She was, I think, the youngest, the youngest uh, drafted player in the NWSL currently, or something like that. Yeah. That's crazy. At 18. 18. Hey, but if you're good, you're good. And yeah. no sense in making you work. No sense in making you uh, wait longer. Sorry, my Penny has decided that she wants to sit right next to me and play. So, <laughs> hey, she's having the time of her life over there. It's okay. Yeah, she's she's in that dinosaur phase, so she's playing with her dinosaurs right now. So, oh, nice. And your giraffes? Yeah, and her giraffes. Apparently, <laughs> so, I, I I stand corrected. <laughs> it's a giraffe dad. Remember. <laughs> The one team that I'm kind of excited to see play, though, because obviously I lived in that country for two years, is the Philippines. This is their first World Cup yes. they've ever played in, so it should be a lot of fun for them. Yes, I actually, yeah, I, I agree there. I'm definitely excited to see them play as well um, with all, you know, just the hype behind everything, too. Like, man, this is going to be so exciting. Uh, it's, I mean, especially with these, like, World Cups, it really does bring everyone together for even if it is a month or two. Like, 
as much as everyone talked about the negatives of Qatar, I mean, there was a lot of negatives. I'm not trying to discredit that. Yeah. But the good that did come about, like the unity and whatnot is what I like. Sometimes it uh, helps oversee the negative just a little bit. Yes. Yep, for sure. And shoot, I think one of the biggest, obviously, countries that like it shows that in is it obviously Brazil. How they come together over soccer is how I wish every country would just come together, period, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, when I was in the Philippines, whenever Manny Pacquiao boxed, the whole country shut down. So maybe they'll yeah. do that with soccer. Hey, I mean, the more support, the better, man. Like, if it's your nation, like, your your country, like, support that stuff. Like, if it's in your city, support it. Like, it doesn't matter if you like it or don't like it. Just try to provide some type of support, you know? Yeah. So, obviously, the U.S. is probably the favorite to win their third consecutive World Cup. But who oh, do you definitely. think could give them a run for their money? Oh, I honestly couldn't even tell you. I personally don't watch the international women's soccer as much. Um, but yeah, I, I really wouldn't even have a clue. So there's a team that I forgot made the World Cup that I actually got to watch play. They eliminated Chile from the World Cup, so it's Haiti's first time ever playing in the World Cup, too. And they might actually shock some people because Chile obviously was the Goliath in their matchup because uh, Kristen Engler is the goalie for Chile, and she's arguably mm, one of yeah. the best goalies in the women's stage right now. She's won that award a couple times. Uh, so the fact that Haiti beat Chile uh, is very impressive. So I think they might shock some people. Yeah. And Germany, obviously, is the number two ranked team, so you never know. Because the U.S. has shown that they are beatable, as, as much as it pains me to say. The Olympics <laughs> is a good indicator of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, if I, I don't know, just, I'd probably say, based on the players, I think, like, because there's, like, some good players from, like, Chelsea and, um, like uh, Spain, so I I'd, I'd probably put them up there with like contenders against the U.S. along with Germany. Um, but yeah, as far as like trying to like really narrow it down, I, I really don't know. Did you get to watch that commercial that Fox released for the World Cup? The one where it was like all so. the other teams had to come up with their game plan to beat the U.S. It was, oh, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, it's super conceited. But I'm like, it got the purpose that it was meant for. It got everyone talking. It got everyone engaged. That's what, all that matters. And what people don't understand is, yeah, you may not like it, but you click on it. That gets it shared to someone else. That yep. makes the algorithms work. So I think it, sure. it served its purpose. It was a, And it was an awesome commercial. Yeah, there's, there's no such thing as bad publicity these days you know <laughs> yeah so i'm i'm excited I, I mean i wish it was already here but we got 13 more days until the world cup waiting for soccer is like the longest wait ever and i've already told my dad because my dad obviously is more into soccer than any other sport 
um, with the World Cup being here in 2026, I told them, I was like, we're going to go to San Francisco because that's the closest stadium to us, I think, and go watch whoever plays. It, it doesn't even matter because right. it's such it's such a unique atmosphere. I've been to one. I went to Chile versus the U.S. Uh, it was like a friendly. And even a friendly, that atmosphere was still like it takes the cake it's for insane. college games, for – NFL games, it takes a cake. Yes. If you ever have a chance, take Penny to an Angel City game. I want to. Those games are freaking, like, you think the Aces atmosphere is good? Bro, like, that. those games are a whole nother level. Like, I I, I, I'm just hoping and praying and wishing for the day that we get our own um, national or yeah, our national women's team in Vegas because we have the lights, but they're not like in the, they're not very uh, the good. major league. <laughs> yeah, they're not very good, and they're not in the major league, as far as I know. So, I mean, but they're fun to go to, fun to take oh, yeah. chicks to, fun to watch. But women's games are like a whole nother level, and like soccer is one of those sports for me where. You can't even you can't talk shit one way or the other because the level of play is almost the same. Like it's only it's one of the only sports I feel like the level of play is almost equal. Yeah, it's very true. And I mean, everyone wants to point out like the stupid stats of like when the U.S. team lost to like a fifteen year like a fifteen year old squad. Even though I don't even really know if that's true. Like, right? It just seems like one of those clickbait stories. Like. I'm just going to flat out say it, like, even when it comes to basketball. If I'm supposed to guard Asia Wilson one-on-one, I'm getting destroyed. I, I'm, I'm, willing, right. I'm willing to admit that. Like, there, there, there's no shame in that either. Like, and it's just funny when these people are like, oh, I'm sure a freshman team could beat them. I'm like, all right, put your money where your mouth is. You go play them one-on-one. Let's right. see how you do. And it's like it's easy to say who you'll beat and what you'll do, but, like, or do it like put put your money where your mouth is you know because yeah. like if if a 15 year old team did beat our US team or whatever like okay but can we analyze that then like we're not saying like I don't, I don't know I think people just jump to the gun so much when the US loses and it's like there's no nation or team out there who's going to be like oh yeah we're going to lose today no you're going to go out there and be like no nah, we're going to win this so but fifteen-year-olds, man, fifteen-year-olds can play some soccer. Like, especially like like you said earlier, chemistry is a big thing when you're playing with a team. So, like, if you got U.S. players who like they're practicing and stuff, but, like they're still playing with other people too, you know. But yeah. you got these kids who are playing consistently together, week in, week out. They know each other, you know. <laughs> They've been playing. I mean, and that it's fun watching that. Like, it's fun watching those teams that start out at like the peewee level and they kind of grow up and play with each other for years and years and years just to see the kind of damage they can do because sometimes you don't necessarily have to be the most talented team to win championships like that everyone thinks talent talent wins championship i mean it it does play a big part in it but if you're smart about it there's so much that goes into a winning team that it's funny that people try to just take one aspect and think, oh, that's just going to win them championships. Like, 
pretty sure the Miami Heat, when they had their big three, struggled to begin with, even with their big three. So, right, this is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So before we get going, there's a couple things that I like to do. I mean, with everyone that I interview, obviously this is an interview, but hopefully this is going to be a permanent thing. But if you were to give a piece of advice to, uh, like little girls that are going to listen to this podcast or to anyone that wants to get out of the ordinary, what piece of advice would you give them? Don't take no for an answer. Just don't. Be unapologetically you at all times. And that's all I'd have to say. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, And then before we go, is there anyone that you want to shout out? Um, yeah, I want to give a shout out to my wife, Kayla, for battling breast cancer right now and for going into her second treatment next week. And she is killing it. She's hanging in there. Um, just give us your prayers and support, people. Help us get through it. That's crazy. She's doing well. I, I mean, considering. Considering, yeah. Um, it's really all like just a lot like a lot of information being taken in a lot of symptoms trying to treat like just taking it one day at a time like when they tell you you know one day or one one minute one hour one day one meal that's really what we're doing because it changes just dramatically all the time it's crazy well yeah you will be in our thoughts and prayers i know you know that I'm religious, so you definitely will be yeah. in, in our prayers. So, <laughs> hey, all the power to it. I hope it, I hope it does something, man. You know. Yeah, I feel you. Well, thank you again, Brandy. This is a ton of fun. Uh, like I said, I hope this uh, becomes a permanent thing. I think it would be uh, everyone will enjoy it because I think they get tired of my voice sometimes. So it's a change up. Hey, well, let us know, people, if you want want me on the show, you know, I, I love you, Brayden, you know, this is fun, but thank you so much for having me, I would love to continue to do it with you.